Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for Friday, July the 12th. Today we're going to read from Romans chapter 8. We're going to start in verse 28 and read through verse 39. We know that all things work together for good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. For those he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, in order that he might be the firstborn within a large family. And those he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. What then are we to say about these things? If God is for us, who is against us? He who did not withhold his own son, but gave him up for all of us, will he not with him also give us everything else? Who will bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? It is Christ Jesus who died, yes, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who intercedes for us. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will hardship or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are being killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So I think one of the things as a Wesleyan uh, pastor that I I definitely want to talk about early on in this reading is the idea of those he predestined, that word predestined coming into play there, and it's in the text a couple times. The first thing we want to understand about predestination is that what God has predestined for us is Christ likeness. So there's a sense in which God has already determined what he wants to happen for those who love him, and that is that they would look more and more like Christ, that they would reflect Christ. So this is not some kind of arbitrary, like one person is predestined and another is not. Uh, that seems inconsistent with the larger narrative of Scripture, where Jesus continually invites people to be saved. Uh, where Jesus calls out to people maybe that we wouldn't even expect to follow him. So there's always a choice involved in that kind of following. But when we are part of that family, when we are those in Christ, and we are predestined, uh, the goal for God for all of us, the goal of God for all of us, is that we would look like the image of Jesus Christ. And so I want to kind of clear that up right away. Second, there's this uh, all things work together for good um, for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Um, 
I think sometimes we want to say that basically that means everything happens for a reason. And that's not necessarily true. Um, that's not that's not a really biblical understanding of the world. Sometimes people do things that really um, really stink in our lives. I mean, they really hurt us. They really cause us pain. And that's not God working things together. But but God takes all those things together, um, and and brings good even out of the worst parts of our lives. So, so we have to be careful there to not get some kind of fatalistic understanding that, well, everything, all things work together for good, so that's why I'm going through this. No, maybe you're going through something because someone in your family or one of your friends decided their own initiative to do something to harm you. And that is not God's will for the situation. But God, even in the worst parts of our lives, uh, can work and bring good out of even the worst things we go through. Even things like losing a loved one through death or anything else we could imagine. So I want to make sure that's clear as well. Well, after we get through those couple of things early on, then we begin to see that we have a confidence as Christians, as those who follow Christ, that there is nothing that will separate us from the love of Christ. In fact, this scripture tells us that Christ is the one who intercedes for us, who prays for us, um, so that Christ is continually lifting us up um, in heaven before the Father. And so the question then is, who's going to separate us from this love. What's um, the worst thing we can go through? If Christ is on our side, then how will we be separated from the love of God? Um, and, and it says nothing will. Um, neither death, nor life, nor angels even, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, uh, nor powers, nor height, or depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. And so there's a sense in which we can trust God, we can rest in God, we can know that no matter what happens in our lives, the very worst, um, the, the, the worst things we can think of will not separate us from the love of Christ. I would say the only thing that can really separate us from the love of Christ, and, and still doesn't separate us, but we can turn away from the love of Christ, we can resist the love of Christ, and yet still Christ will be seeking to love us. So it wouldn't necessarily separate us, but we could refuse the love of Christ. But nothing in all creation can separate us from the love of Christ. That's good news today. So for those who have uh, believed and those who have trusted in Christ, this whole passage is good news that even the worst things that happen, God can make good out of, um, that we have been predestined to to look like Jesus in the world, and that nothing will be able to separate us from God's love. Not the worst thing you can think of. Uh, God is holding us in his hands, and even Jesus is praying for us at this very moment. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.